Hi, hey everybody. everybody. Welcome to As, As If. If. I am Katie. And I am Aubrey, and we are two BFFs snooping in your personal business. So this is a new radio show on Aggie Radio where we are going to read real local stories and we're going to react to them. Um, we are also going to give advice on questions that we that we receive on general topics and relationships. Yeah, so basically we sent out a Google form to all of our followers and we had them fill out um we had them fill out a form about their stories and then we're gonna basically just talk about the those stories and they're kind of crazy so yeah so our first topic is just general stories so this is where our followers just sent in crazy stories um exciting stories just any type of story that they want to share with us all right, so I am going to tell you guys the first story that we got. Alrighty. So this one says, My mother-in-law and sister-in-law told me I couldn't have a baby first because the, preg- because the first pregnancy in the family should be a good one. My sister-in-law proceeded to get pregnant first and had the worst pregnancy. I am now being told... If I have a baby, I have nothing to complain about since her story will always be worse. It makes me so sad because I don't understand why I'm being held to this weird standard to live up to, but not above my sister-in-law. Oh, this one's messy. I think that's a little crazy. I think that, I mean, she shouldn't even be held up to a standard. She's going to have a kid, you know? Oh, literally. I, I just think it's kind of ridiculous that the mother-in-law is trying to be in control of her pregnancy mm-hmm. and I don't know the thing is is when you get pregnant that's between you and the person that you're you're with mm-hmm. it has absolutely nothing to do with anybody else no and so should control what you do and everything like that you know yeah so I don't know I definitely think if somebody's in the wrong here it is definitely going to be the mother and the mother-in-law because she should not be trying to hold her to any kind of standard at all exactly I agree. Okay, um, on to the next one. This one is, one time my friends and I were setting off illegal fireworks in his backyard. After a while, we decided to go for a drive and he brought some with us. He decided to roll the window down and shoot one out of, out of the window when nobody was around. The firework went off and it misfired into a field of brush and started a fire. We called the fire department and reported it and waited until they put the fire out. I think it's funny because they didn't say that they did it, you know? Right. They, they just reported, just reported it. it. Like, um, oh my goodness, there's this fire over here. You should go check that out. This happened to me one time, but it was, um, it was a while ago and we shot a firework off and it actually went into somebody's garage that <gasps> had a car. Oh my gosh. Luckily the car didn't explode or anything, but we were actually super afraid that it was going to. We didn't want to like walk up to it because we thought that it could explode at any given second. Oh, heavens. But I feel like there's, like, always a lot, like, if you light off fireworks, there's always going to be a bad, crazy story, you know, that comes with it. Oh, yeah. I know a weird amount of people who have started fires. From fireworks? Yeah, yeah. from fireworks. Isn't that I think, so weird? And, and it's also scary, too, because, you know, when you light off fireworks, it's around 4th of July and everything is starting mm-hmm. to get super dry. So there's always that concern that it could light anything on fire. Yeah. 
I th- I just think it's so funny that they just didn't even. There's like, hey, like there's this fire, like you should go check they that didn't out. Be like, oh yeah, we I mean, did it. Hey, if I did it, I would not want to admit oh, it yeah. was me. I don't, oh yeah, because you could get charged for that stuff, and I would just be like, I, you know, no, I yeah, I would not, I would not admit to it if it was me. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't either. All right, this one's kind of a little bit long, but very interesting. So this is from JC, and she is 20 years old. Um, she her story is all right. Let's go. It says. You know how you're a kid and you say you're going to run away but never actually did? Well, when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So, yes, I really did run away at 15 years old and lived in a trailer for three days with no food or water or internet or AC. It was in the middle of July. I also had no social interaction because the trailer I was in was parked in my friend's driveway and her mom couldn't know I was in there or else her mom could have gotten in big trouble. I was also terrified to let anyone see me because I thought my parents had reported me missing and that the police would be looking for me. To go to the bathroom, I would run to a nearby Del Taco and use their bathroom and would ask what time it was. I'm sure they thought I was homeless. Days went by super slow. I remember going into a hidden park and just laying down, staring at the sun, counting the seconds. Anyway, I ran away because my dad had planned a trip for me to go to Alaska with him. However, our relationship was very rocky. Very is in all capitals. Very rocky. And I felt uncomfortable going. I told him not to buy me a ticket because I wasn't going and he bought it anyways. So to prove that he wouldn't underestimate me and to prove I'll stick to my word, I snuck out of the house at 3 a.m. the night before leaving for Alaska, turned off my phone, hid it in the front yard, had my friend who stole his mom's car at 15 years old with no permit pick me up and drop me off at the trailer. After three days, I ran seven miles back home only to found out my dad had still left on the vacation without me, told no one, not even my mom, that I was missing. I think that is crazy. Like, hit I feel mo- like there are multiple points we need to hit in the story. Yeah. First of all, she ran away for three days without food, water, internet, social interaction. I, I would, would be go so crazy. bored. I don't know Especially what I would do. at such a young age. Like, oh, I, yeah. I remember when I was younger, I would be like, oh, my gosh, I'm running away. And I would never I would never do it because right. I'd be too scared. I would be a little bit out the front door. And then I'd be like, actually, you know what? One time I did. My brother was chasing me around with an aloe vera plant. And he told me it was a poisonous plant. They love to taunt me with the story. And it makes me so mad. But they said it was a poisonous plant. And my brother was chasing me around the house with it. And I was screaming and I ran outside and I started, I was like, I was like, I'm going to run to my mom's house. Cause I was at my dad's house and started running down the street. And my sister who is, um, two years older than me, she starts running after me and I look behind me and it looks like I'm getting hunted. <laughs> and this girl is like running down the street completely tackles me to the asphalt and I never ran away again but that wasn't funny I really thought that they were trying to get me with a poisonous plant um but anyways back to the story so funny um what also I think is really interesting about the story is she was in a trailer but her friend's mom I wonder if the friend knew yeah but the friend's mom didn't know the friend's mom didn't know I don't know how she would have not known you know yeah like that that being 15 years old you would have to have some like smart smart intentions with that i feel like you know 
I just... But then that even scares me even more because if she didn't know that there was someone living in her trailer for three days, that what else doesn't me. she notice? Well, no, that like how many how many homeless people are going in people's trailers exactly. and just sitting in there? That's Guys, scary. Check your trailers. Check your trailers. <laughs> check your trailers. Check and your attics <laughs> because there's a ridiculous amount of stories about people moving into your attics, yeah. and then you never know, and they exactly. sneak down in the middle of the night, steal your food. This is a legit fear that me I, and Aubrey I, have. I, yeah. <laughs> We're terrified. <laughs> yeah, we thought someone was living in our attic at one point. We did. There was nobody, but we were determined. Yeah. We um, oh, by the way, we're best friends. Yes. We live together and is the best thing ever. It is so fun. Um, so then I want to talk about the Del Taco part. Yes. I love that she went to Del Taco. <laughs> that is so funny. And to check the time, Just how like, that is awful. Is she could, did, like, don't even bring a watch. You have to check the time at Del Taco. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Go and ask employees. And they, I don't, I wonder what they were thinking. You know, yeah. like this 15 year old keeps coming and using our bathroom, <laughs> not even buying anything and asking for the time. Yeah. Also, I, I think that it was kind of crazy that her mom didn't even notice that she was missing. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of crazy that her dad was just like. So obviously the day woke up because mm-hmm. it looks like she ran away the night before they went on yes. their trip. And. He woke up the next day, got ready, and said, well, I don't know where JC is. Oh, well, he probably texted her, I'm assuming. Something. And but it's, it seems like he didn't even really look and then just was like, oh, well. Oh, well. And then the mom, like, if, I don't know, I, I feel like if I ran away for three days, my mom would be, like, oh, calling your the mom police, would be, yes. like, doing everything that she could to find me, you know? And it seems like <laughs> JC came back to her house and her mom was like, oh, hey, what's up? She's you know? probably like why aren't you in alaska right now (laughs) she's like i've been in a trailer the past three days (laughs) no one noticed me if she actually got like kidnapped or something though can you imagine oh my gosh and then the last thing i want to hit on the story is the fact that she got a ride from her friend who stole stole his mom's car yeah at 15 that is insane i so this that's that whole situation is sticky um so crazy that is a fantastic story. So thank yeah. you, JC. Yeah, thank you. It was so funny to read that. Okay. Um, this next story is by my friend Shrice. His name is Bryson, but um, he got a nickname Shrice, and like everyone has just gone with it. So he's just been called for most of his life. Um, he's 21. So he said, um, all right, precursor to this story. This happened back in my sophomore year of high school. I've grown and learned since then. But my friend asked me to drive his car for the night, his friend being Gavin. Um, he said, I have no clue as to why he didn't just want to. Anyways, we were taking some girls home for curfew, and one of the three girls in the back wanted to kiss me. So all of them were like, kiss her, kiss her, kiss her to me. Um, so Shrice pulled in the driveway and thought, this is all, in all caps, he said, I thought, I swore I put the car in park, but I turned around to kiss her as we were. Um, Gavin started going, shrice, 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 and just like chanting him on. And then all of a sudden they all hear a loud boom. And they look and they um, actually had driven straight through the garage. Um, And he said, we were all just kind of dumbfounded at this point. So I asked her what she wanted us to do. And she just said, y'all just go and pound it pound on it from the inside everything will be okay trying to fix it you know 
Um, he said, I thought that was the end of it, but no. Right after we left, her brother pulls in and opens the garage and it crumples. And then the cops come over and then end up giving, they end up giving the, them, he gave them his name. You can piece together how the rest of it goes, but that's why the girl tends to always have to make the first move with me. Because when I did, I went through the garage and had to deal with the cops. Hope you like this one. I think this one was crazy. I could see Shrice doing that, you know. Knowing Shrice's story. Yeah. Um, Shrice is like the cute, and if, for context for everybody, Shrice is probably the cutest, sweetest human yes. being. Whoever that boy marry, marries is the luckiest yeah, one in the world. He's the best thing ever. I love him. Um, but I just think it's so funny because he sounded like he was so nervous to like kiss a girl and everything. And then. Worst comes to worst, he turns around to kiss her, lets the gas off the, lets his foot off of the brake, and runs in, not even his house, her house. And then her brother comes home, and I don't, I bet he was just fuming, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. But, you know, if I had that situation happen to me for the rest of my life, I would never make the first move. Oh, no. Ever again. Oh, no. I would be just so scared to do that. I, I don't even like to make the first move. I now do i used to not because mm-hmm. now i have a lot more confidence but i i don't like I would to just scar me for the rest yeah. of my life like i'd be like if i make the first move something's gonna happen <laughs> bad every time you know literally i yeah so thank you for that story shrice loved it so it was great awesome all right do you want to get involved in aggie radio there are opportunities to be a dj on air Pick music played on the radio, create your own podcast, and even plan some of the cool events that Aggie Radio puts together. Just text JOIN to 435-797-2346, and we will send you an application to get involved. All right, and we got one more for you. Aggie Radio is Aggie Aggie Nation source for Aggie sports broadcasts. Enter to win two tickets to the next basketball game by texting Tickets to 435-797-2346. Again, tickets to 435-797-2346. Also, you can text that number if you want to talk to us right now. Yes. Because we have a little thing up, so if you want to text us, we have a thing open. Yep, that lets talk you to do us. That. Also, Aggie basketball games are the best. They're oh, yeah. so much fun. Oh, my gosh. They're so, so fun. Oh, actually, last last basketball game me and Aubrey went to, there were some people sitting behind us that were <laughs> on the opposing team. They literally poured soda down our jackets when we had stood up. Down we our coats. Down our coats because mm-hmm. we didn't have our coats on. We had them on the chairs. They poured soda down them. So, then, like, it's win- it's the middle of winter. Like, yep. really? You're, like, I was like, oh, my goodness. I was, I was, yeah. so Aubrey can attest, to, I was very oh, angry. Yeah. She was, I was like, Katie, let's calm down. And Katie was like, no, I hate this. It was just so sad too, because we had a long walk back to our car mm-hmm. and we couldn't even wear our coats. It was freezing. It would have made us even more cold and sticky because of the soda. Literally. So. Cool. So, yeah. All right. Now we are going to move on to end it or send it. So basically what end it or send it is it is a segment where people text in about their relationships and we're going to basically tell them if they should end the relationship or keep it going 
There are some pretty juicy stories we have today about some crazy relationships. Yes. So Aubrey's going to take it off with our first relationship story. I'm, I'm excited to read these. They're, they're, they're pretty great. Okay, so this one is anonymous. It says, about a week ago, me and my girlfriend, my girlfriend and I almost broke up because she says I don't love her enough. And I admit I wasn't loving her to my fullest, but lately I have been, and she just doesn't let me love her. Then she just gets mad and tells me I don't, and she doesn't believe me. I don't know what to do. I know your problem. Me and Aubrey, we know your problem. We, we might be 19. I'm almost 20. I turned 20 in a couple of days. Yes. But we may be young. But this is this is 100% the issue. Different love languages, right? If you're dating somebody and let's say their love language is gifts and you buy them a bunch of gifts and they're like, oh my gosh, he loves me so much. And then you get a new girlfriend, but her love language is acts of service. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how many gifts she, like she like you buy her. She's not, she's not going to feel love that way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even if you think you're showing her that love, you have to know what her love language is. And then if it is acts of service, cook her dinner. Like, you know, do do something Rub for her. her. Back, scratch her back. Exactly. Like, just, I feel like with this, what uh, this person is saying, like communication is key. You know, oh, yeah. I think you guys need to sit down and talk and be like, what can I do to make you feel more loved? Yes. And um, you you both just need to adjust to that, adjust to, you know, your love languages. And if you aren't able to do that, then no one's going to be happy. And I think that should be an end it, you know? Yeah, I think so. If you can't communicate, there's no point in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Communication is everything. And if that's a skill that you can't learn, then unfortunately, I don't think you're ready for a relationship. Exactly. And it seems like this person just, I mean, their relationship is going in circles and circles and circles, you know? Yeah. So but we, I vote end it because I think you both have a little bit more to learn about yourselves before you're ready for a full relationship. Yeah. Or, I mean, if you do both want to try and you know, keep going. You got to communicate. For oh, yeah. sure. Communication for sure. is one of the number one things in a relationship. Yes. All righty. For our second end it or send it story. Um, uh, all right. This one is anonymous. It says, I'm pretty sure my boyfriend and Beth's best friend have been hanging out behind my back. I have reason to believe that my boyfriend is cheating on me with my college best friend. I don't have any solid evidence except for the fact that they have been acting super sus around me and totally flirty around each other. I also have a friend, and they have this in, you know, quotation quotation marks. marks. Um, I have a friend that says that she saw them out together eating dinner at Olive Garden. She says, I say friend with quotation marks because I cannot totally trust this person because they have a reputation for lying and trying to break couples apart in the past. I don't want to disregard it, though, because oftentimes neither of them can hang out at the exact same times. Like, they'll both be like, I can't hang out from 6 to 8 on Monday. Like, sus, or they say sus as EL. Oh, this one's sticky. I... I agree that it kind of is a little bit suspicious that both of them can't hang out on six to eight on Monday, you know, but maybe they'd have jobs. If I don't know yeah. if they have jobs or anything, but mm-hmm. I mean, if they don't, then that's kind of a little weird. I don't think it's weird to like obviously have things going on. Like there are multiple times where me and Aubrey have stuff going on at the same time, but doesn't mean that we're together. We're like, yeah. It just means we have stuff, stuff going, going on. on. Like, so I wouldn't unless that has happened multiple times 
I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, and then the other thing is, I don't know if this is just me being a journalism student, but what we have been taught is if the source is not totally credible, you can't, like, you have to throw it out. You can't use that source. Exactly. So I'm not saying disregard your friend who said that she saw them together. Um, but then again, she is known for lying and she's known for purposely breaking relationships apart. So I just, she's not a very credible source. So exactly. I don't know. Also, you know, I, I'd be blunt and ask them, you know, I would be like, Hey, like, is this happening? You know, what's the worst that they can say? Yes, this is happening. And then you're like, okay, I'm done with both of you guys. And you saved yourself from a toxic relationship and a toxic friendship, fake friendship, you know? Yeah. I think that, you know, it's, it's best to, you know, you might be scared, but you got to go and ask them for the truth. Yeah. 100%. You can't just just assume right then from the dot if you don't have any explanation, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once again, communication is key. I will say me and Aubrey have both been cheated on Mm -hmm. um, and it sucks. It is the worst feeling in the world, but like, I don't even like, I, I don't know how to catch a cheater. Mm -mm. I really don't. I found out because the girl texted me over Instagram. Actually, multiple people tried to (laughs) warn me beforehand, but I was like, oh, no, he loves me so much. He would never cheat on me. Like, he would never. Uh, Anyways. He did. And then I was, like, literally like, no, like, he's not. Anyways. So then this girl reached out to me with proof um, that he was not. Yeah. He he was seeing multiple other girls. Um, It, you know, and it sucked. And I I would have never, like, I would have, and the other thing is, too, what's crazy about it is his brother was actually getting mad at him because he was like, you need to tell Katie that you're cheating on her. Mm -hmm. Like, his brother was trying to get him to fess up. Like, it was that bad. crazy? Aubrey actually came with me the day that I broke up with him. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was good. She got all dressed up with, like, Mm -hmm. this sparkly dress. Look, it's so cute. No, that one was with Hunter. Oh, yeah. That was when me and Hunter broke up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a. That was after we broke up and we wanted to go celebrate. Oh, yeah. This one, I did get right, dressed up really cute yes. purposefully because I, when I broke up with him, I wanted to look so good that he was going to be like, I regret everything. Yeah. Um, it was pretty great. I, yeah. It, well, and then what did he do as you're breaking up with him? He was trying to stop me from leaving the room. Oh, no. That was before. Okay, so like two weeks before, <laughs> I'll find little tangents. Two like weeks before, he was like, "We're gonna, we we need to get married this summer," and I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yes, Katie, I want you to marry me. I want to get married this summer." Um, and I was like, "Yeah, no one's gonna support that. We're 18. I was 18 at the time, and he was like, "Plan A is that everyone in our family's there," and I was like, "No." And he goes, "Okay, um, Plan B." He had mm-hmm. it all planned out. He was like, "We're gonna get married in a courthouse. Nobody's gonna know. It's gonna be private." Um, it was crazy. So then to find out that he was like cheating on me was a total shock because he went from like trying to get me to marry him to, to cheat, to, it was like, he was living a double life. Yeah. It was scary. I, I wish crazy. him all the best. I really do. I don't hold any grudges against him anymore. Cause I've completely moved on with my life. Um, I think he's in a new relationship <laughs> and I really hope he's not cheating on her. I... <laughs> no, I really do wish him the best. Yeah. I, I don't have any, like, Good. heartache against any yeah. of my exes, but... Anyways. All right. Okay. The next story. Oh, yep. That one's Aubrey's. Okay. Next ender or send it. It says, 
This girl plays games and will text me out of nowhere and get mad when I don't respond. But when I respond, she doesn't text me for months, then gets pissed off again that I don't immediately reply, but she's always trying to be my makeout buddy, and I also refuse to double text. You just need to end it. Yeah, like, I don't point blank. Like I, I don't understand why like people like just like to go in circles and circles with relationships, hoping that it'll work because it won't. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And that one just sounds like it, you, it doesn't even sound like you guys are in like a committed relationship. It just sounds like every once in a while you make out and that's that. Um, those are honestly just a waste of time. Just walk away. Also, it just sounds like they're both kind of immature. Playing games. They're, they're both, both playing, playing games. games you like know? mad like, playing if games. You, if you refuse to double text, like you're going to have to double text, triple text, da, 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 like at points in your life. Yeah. Like that's you're playing games. I, too. I feel like that's like a. I feel like I'm not going to double text is something that I would say in high school. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. For sure. 100%. Like, I used to be like, oh, I can't open it for this long. And then yes. I respond to them. And, oh, no, that's just games. Exactly. If, if somebody texts me and I'm on my phone, I'll respond to them right mm-hmm. then. If I'm not on my phone until three hours later, then I'll respond. I respond to them right when I see it. Yep. And I, I don't know. I just... I, I, I don't know. know. I, like I oh, also are, like I'll, I'll quadruple text if I have yeah, lots of information exactly. to get out. If if you guys are like keep getting mad about each other for not texting each other back, like there's things that need to be changed, you know? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But it sounds like nothing's gonna change. Yeah, y'all should just end it. it just this just sounds games. pointless. Yeah, yeah. We we and say no to games. There was actually another advice thing that was talking about like. Actually, I think that was no. Yeah, I think it was on. Oh. I don't know. There was there was somebody talking about how they were like, this person's playing games. I don't know what to do. Someone's playing game with you. There's no point to it. Yeah. Because games is like, I don't know. Once you're out of high school, that, that, that's that got to stop. Yeah. There's a time where you need to mature. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, figure out your life and figure out how to not play games. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do you have any thing else to add any stories any had uh ended or send it stories um no but i i mean speaking of the last story I, I there were times where i would be like in high school and like i'd be like oh i'm not gonna text this guy for ha- twice as long as he didn't text me and then i'd like set a timer like how funny oh my is, gosh, that? I used how to do that too. is that like i don't know I, life is too short to play games you know yeah life is too short to just like just do whatever you want you know honestly the best advice I've ever given myself, not ever, but best advice I've given myself lately is what is the worst that's going to happen? Exactly. Because I used to never make first moves. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, so what if they turn me down? Mm-hmm. Like, so what? What would happen? You move so they on. turn They're me down the right and you move you. on. So if you're like out there and you're thinking, oh, this person's cute. I want to ask him out. Just do it. Just, Just do go it. for it. If there's anything you want to do, un- unless it's illegal. <laughs> if there's anything you want to do and you've been thinking about it now is the time this is your sign just go do just it don't sit around do it. and wait for things to happen take action of your life take hold of your life and go do it like yes. the, what's the worst honestly ask yourself what's the worst going to happen and are are you going to die <laughs> no no well i guess you'll if just you're get rejected i mean it'll hurt like if the worst the worst that's gonna happen is you get rejected rejected and rejection sucks but you move on exactly move on. literally all righty okay we are gonna move on to our advice stories where a lot of people sent in the advice that uh, or things that were bothering them 
that mm-hmm. they wanted us to talk about. So we'll do that. But first, um, do you want to get involved in Aggie Radio? There are opportunities to be a DJ on air, pick pick music played on the radio, create your own podcast, and even play some of the cool events that Aggie Radio puts together. Just text JOIN to 435-797-2346 and we will send you an application to get involved. Aggie Radio is also Aggie Nation's source of Aggie sports broadcasts. Enter to win two tickets to the next Aggie basketball game by texting tickets to 435-797-2346. Again, text tickets to 435-797-2346 and enter to win two free tickets to the next game. Heck yeah. Also, we forgot to do this and we'll do this last time, but we were going to bring our laptops in and we were going to have like the link if anybody wanted to share their story we were gonna have you text in and then we'd give the link to you but we didn't bring our laptops in so we don't remember the link next time next time get some stories riled up for us and next time send in your crazy stories advice stories everything Mm -hmm. like that yeah this podcast or this yeah this talk show it's all about you it's all about your stories we we love listening to what you guys have to say because y'all have some pretty crazy things that happen juicy things to listen to oh yeah All right, for our first advice story, um, this one is anonymous, and it says, I like this girl, and we have been texting and going on dates, but I just found out I was accepted into a program on the other side of the country. I am moving there in August. Do I continue with the what's going on between us? Do I continue with what's going on between us and just deal with it when we get there or just let it die? Any advice would be great. Hmm, I think you should not continue what's happening here. I mean, if the girl doesn't know and you're not telling her, then you're just going to wait until, like, days before you have to move and then just be like, okay, bye. Like, I don't think you should do that. Yeah. I think that you should, like, tell her that you found out that this is happening and then, you know, talk to her and be like, hey, like, I should we continue this? Should we not? Like, figure it out, you know? Yeah. The other thing I want to add to this is it sounds like, so you're moving to the other side of the country. And this is advice I feel like my mom would tell me. Um, Like, experience that side of the country. Mm -hmm. Experience those people. Mm -hmm. Meet new people. Go on dates with those new people. Don't be tied down. Don't be, yeah. Being tied down kind of sucks when you're trying to experience new things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's been multiple times when I've wanted to hold on to somebody, but, you know... We were moving away from each other, and we just said, you know what, there's no point. Mm-hmm. Might exactly, as well. and I feel like it's it's a lot harder to kind of make friends when you are moving if you are in a relationship because, like, oh, you yeah. know, making – if you're a guy and you want to make girlfriends and stuff like that, like, it's hard because you'll always be in the back of your mind, I have a girlfriend, I have a girlfriend, I have a girlfriend, you know, and it's kind of hard for – I feel like it's hard for people to experience those things when they're just tied down, you know? Yeah. I totally agree with that. All right. Aubrey, do you want to take off the next advice? Um, Sure. So this one's short. It just says, um, I need help with complications with girls and how a guy should approach and become more with someone. Complications with girls. I, Mm. that's like very, it's not very, it's very broad. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's what I would say. This is the thing I've told many people before i think 
that so this is what I hate. This is what I hate when guys say this. They say, oh, nice guys always finish last. And that's not true. So stop saying that. It's annoying, first of all, because I hear it from every single guy. Nice guys don't finish last. And here's why. It is a mix of being nice with confidence. A lot of the nice guys I meet, they just don't have very much confidence and they don't know how to talk to a girl. Yeah. So I think it's a mix between confidence and being nice because mm-hmm. personally i find it extremely unattractive when a guy is rude if a guy is rude to me off the bat like they have no chance yeah. at all i refuse mm-hmm. i remember one of my exes actually like after we broke up he started being mean to me and right when he started being mean to me i it, it was like the easiest thing to get over him because mm-hmm. i was like ew you're kind of nasty kind of rude you're kind of rude like that. i had all of the feelings i ever had for him just completely were demolished mm-hmm. but If a guy comes up to me with so much confidence and he thinks he's a crap, not so much like like cocky to where he's like, oh my gosh, I'm too good for everybody. But if he comes up with all this confidence, but is also going to treat me with respect and kindness, that's my dream guy right there. Mm -hmm. Like confidence is everything. Exactly. Well, and and there's kind of, you know, there's guys that I see that have too much confidence, you know, not like too much confidence, but too big of an ego. And they're like, oh, I can get any girl that I want. And like, oh, I'm like all this and that. And then, you know, like I feel like that's super unattractive, you know, when guys think that they can just pull any girl that they want. I totally agree. I, I don't like that. I, I don't know. Just just have the right level. Find the right level. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my advice on that situation mm-hmm. of how a guy should approach a girl specifically on that part. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you say for complications with a girl? I don't, that's like super, like, I I need more like descriptive of that, like complications with the girl. Like, I don't know if you're like talking about fights and everything. Once again, communication is always key and you need to give effort and everything like that. But like, I don't know if there's too many complications within a relationship, like it just kind of needs to end, you know? I agree. Um, I also kind of want to go back to, oh my goodness, that is my thought. Um, I lost my thought. Oh, oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. Once again, like if you if you don't know how to approach a girl, what's the worst thing that can happen? She turns you down. So what? Move on. Go find someone else. Exactly. I know it's going to hurt. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's not going to feel good, obviously. But at least you tried. You're not living as what, what if? What if I talked to her? What if she did like me? Yeah. You, you never want to be in. You never want to feel that way. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. I agree. Um, becoming more with somebody, taking it to, from like friends to girlfriend, boyfriend. What would you got to make sure that they're on the right, like the same level as you, you know, mm-hmm. you, it can't be like someone gives 20% and someone's giving 70%, you know, um, or 80%. Um, I feel like everybody has to be on the same page and with doing that, you just, once again, communication is key. You kind of just have to talk about that, you know, get through that first bump and be like you know like is there a like could we be more than friends is that an option and stuff like that you know yeah 100 percent. so i even think if you have enough confidence you can get somebody out of your league oh yeah for sure 100 percent. no yeah efforts efforts a big thing too in like trying to become more and approaching people like if you give no effort it's kind of boring you know yeah i agree giving effort is is also something that 
like people should and not only doing. effort in the beginning but effort throughout the whole time mm-hmm. i talked to this guy for a while um and i love him with my whole heart he is one of my dearest friends but he has been one of those guys those guys who when we very first met he gave all the effort and he still does even though we're just friends he still gets me flowers. He still cooks yeah, me dinners. Nice. And it's 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 that kind of effort. The effort mm-hmm. that never stops. And you know, you should you should no matter how many years go go by, mm-hmm. if that effort is lost, that that's going to hurt somebody. Yep. It's effort's a big thing in relationships. Consistency. Having that effort always. Nothing makes me more happy when this man bring, comes bring me flowers. It's so cute. He's 10 out of 10. I recommend this man to anybody. I want him for myself, but unfortunately, it's not going to work out. But okay. anyways. Anyways. All right. Advice story number three. This is from Paisley. And it says, so there's this guy. We talked before his mission, and I thought he was cool, but I never caught feelings. He is one of the sweetest boys I've ever met, though. I'm not saying he's unattractive. I know he is more to others, but just less to me. Well, he's back from his mission now, and he has changed. Once again, he's literally so sweet. And when we hu- and when we hung out, once he got back, he literally treated me like a princess. We have gone on two dates so far, but only due to a favor that I promised his best friend. He basically talked to his best friend, saying how much he liked me and how much he wanted to go on a date with me. I didn't want to turn such a kind human being down, so I did it. Then went on a second date, regardless of how I felt. Okay, now I'm about to sound really shallow. I am even less attracted to him due to physical, due to a physical attribute that changed while he was gone. The dates have all been great, but I don't see myself ever catching feelings. But I made the mistake of continuing to talk to him because of how kind and gentlemanly he is to me. I do not see a future with him. I only like him as a friend. I want to turn him down, but I don't know how. I can't hurt hurt such a sweet soul after clearly leading him on. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Like this I I feel bad for both parties on this end, you know, on each end. Oh yeah. But one thing that I would say is getting let on is the absolute worst thing, you know, feeling like you are um what was I saying? Uh, feeling like you're like putting all of this effort in and feeling like you think like the person that you're talking to like feels the same and then all of a sudden it's like oh no actually no I actually didn't have any attraction towards you whatsoever it's kind of heartbreaking you know it it really Um, is I say you know that you should put a stop to it stop leading it on before it gets even worse Um, there's no point in continuing to try and fake a relationship and feelings if you don't see a future with him Um, Because, I mean, it'll both, not only will it, like, help him, it'll help you, too, to, you know, break up. And then you both can go and find different things instead of trying to make this relationship work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. I've I've been in a similar situation before. I have a hard time telling people no to a date because it just hurts my soul. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I feel bad because it's like, how do I, I tell them I'm not interested it's just every person you kind of have to go differently because everyone's, you know, there are some people you can tell just straight up, hey, I'm not interested, mm-hmm. and, and they'll take it just fine. Yep. But there are some people that 
it, it's really going to hurt them. So I don't know. That one's hard. And you know what? Honestly, I don't think you're shallow. She said that she was shallow because this guy, something changed on his Basically. mission. I don't know if that means like he gained some weight. Maybe he lost some hair. I hate to say this, but being like physical attract attractiveness is so incredibly important when trying to be in a relationship when trying to be in a relationship it's hard to you know have physical attraction to someone that you don't have physical attraction to whatsoever and trying to you know like them and keep a relationship going you know yeah but yeah if the physical attractiveness is there it's i don't know i, I guess you can like grow to be attractive to somebody Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I just haven't experienced that much love yet, but I, I don't know. I've heard stories like that where I didn't think they were cute at all in the beginning, and now I think they're absolutely adorable. Mm-hmm. So that could be, but that have to be like you absolutely you can't, have to fall like, in love with their personality you can't first. Force yourself to like you can't try and force yourself to like someone. You yeah, know? it's it's so hard to do that, and you shouldn't be doing that. I feel like that's kind of toxic. You can't force yourself to physically be attracted to someone. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Paisley, I think the best thing for you both is to talk about it before it, I mean, it gets even more, like, before it gets worse and he develops even more feelings for you, you know? Because, I, I mean, totally you guys agree. can always still be friends. Yeah. It's not like you guys don't have to stop talking. Maybe it'll be hard for a while. But, I mean, if he treats you like a princess, it seems like he would be understanding to oh, yeah. how you feel, you know? Oh, yeah. If he's so nice, then he'll understand. Mm-hmm. Just don't 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 mention the physical attribute that changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't. Tell so him. actually, you got you kind of gained some weight. I don't like you anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that is very rude. Don't do that whatsoever. All right, Aubrey, take away the next story or okay. next advice. So this advice story is from Spencer. Says there's a girl off a dating app I started chatting with, and I always give the same energy back that they give me. And this girl just started talking to me, then started being flirty, and then I did the flirting back on her level, thinking I made sure it was forward forward flirting, just simple. And after that, a day later, I didn't get a reply back and haven't for two days. Does it mean that she's just scared herself how fast she was flirting and talked about going out to eat, or did I scare her thinking that I was expecting to immediately get serious? Ooh. Hmm. I don't know what I think. I mean, again, you should talk to her, even if she's like hasn't responded to you for a few days. Double text and be like, hey, like, did I do something wrong? Only she knows what is going on. We can't read people's minds. Only she knows what's happening. I mean, and maybe she did get a little scared. You know, there's people tend to get scared and push them, um, push themselves away from like from situations like that. Yeah. I was actually talking to a guy one time, and this is about more of, like, a guy. But he said that he used to do this, and then he would scare himself because he would, like, promise her all these things. And then the time would come, and he's like, oh, I can't follow through on those promises. So he would ghost her because he just – he felt bad. Yeah. So I wonder if this is the same thing. Maybe. Maybe maybe there's a different reason. Maybe maybe she has a boyfriend – Mm. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? Oh my gosh, that would be that would be horrible. That would <laughs> actually be horrible. Maybe there's another reason. I I always immediately think to that. I don't. This is like, I don't know. I give people way too many excuses. I will 
forgive people way too easily and give them every excuse in the world. But Mm -hmm. a lot of times I've thought this multiple times of like somebody isn't texting me back. I'm like, what if on their way to work they got in a car crash and they're not talking to me because they're in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And then I started yelling at them because they're in the hospital. (laughs) I don't know why, but that's like the first thing I think about. Yeah. Which is not likely. But yeah. I did see a movie where that did happen, and it has made it worse for me because now. What movie is it? I can't remember. It's like about this this, this pair that went on a date together, mm-hmm. and they really liked each other. And then he was like saying, "Oh, thanks for the great nights," and then she got on a car crash texting him back. And then it's kind of a story about how she's like a ghost and she can't make peace with her life until she does stuff. So she's like still around. And then she ends up like finding out that like it's something with her best friend. I don't know. It's but it it was a pretty good. It was pretty good movie. That's crazy. That sounds pretty crazy. I started it with somebody who did not want to watch it. And I I love this is why men crack me up. You start a movie with them and they're like, I don't want to watch this. This is stupid. You end up falling asleep and they're glued to the screen. (laughs) Yeah. I I love it. I think yeah. that is the funniest thing. It happens yeah. all the time. I I've don't done know. that before. Yeah. I've been glued to the screen. Someone falls asleep and I'm like, oh, they're asleep. Yeah. I've been watching this movie. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to read um, a couple more stories that have been shared with us. You guys, I also want to say I'm sorry. We got almost 50 responses. Mm-hmm. We were expecting like 10. <laughs> yeah. We and we got like 50. So not everyone's story is going to be in today's, but that's okay because there's going to be a lot more of these. Exactly. So maybe exactly. it can get in next time. But yeah, we there. Yeah, we just had we have way too many responses to get to everybody's. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm going to read another one. And he gave us a long version and a SparkNotes version. Thank heavens, because this is a very long one. But basically, he says, when I was in college, um, my uh, when I was in college, my roommate, who I thought was one of my closest friends, decided to start seeing and hanging out, uh, making out with my ex-girlfriend after only less than a week of us ending our relationship. Hmm. <sighs> the, do you know this, to me... That means when they were dating, she already thought the roommate was cute. That's kind of I've I've had I've had a relationship where um my ex and one of my I mean, I wouldn't really call her my friend, one of my acquaintances got together 3 days after my ex and I broke up. So it's kind of like a little suspicious, you know, like Yeah. Kind of they obviously have thoughts going on while you two were dating. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that's just going to hurt. That mm-hmm. one's going to stink. Yeah, it will. But, I mean, what can you do about it? Yeah. They, they've already made their decision. I had, when me and the one who cheated on me, when we broke up, he had, like, three of his friends reached out to me to go on dates. And I just basically kind of was like, all right, listen, no, first of I've all. I've had that happen to me, too. Yeah. It's like. It's so weird. Even though that person like, did something to you, you're like, dang like they don't even have true friends friends. yeah exactly those are your friends and your friends Mm -hmm. are just betraying you that way yep that's just i there's the friend there's the girl code there's the guy code and in both of the codes you don't date each other's exes exactly unless they give you permission Mm -hmm. which it's kind of weird to ask for permission to be (laughs) like hey could i date your ex-girlfriend you know literally there was one um advice story that I wanted to talk about that we got a little bit ago i think it was yesterday okay yeah go for Um, it it says 
How do I make friends as an introvert? I really want to go to parties more and hang out, but I don't have friends. It's my second semester. Hmm. I used to be an introvert. Yeah. But what I just started doing, you know, it's like I I used to be an introvert. I used to just want to stay home all the time, but it's like there you're you're missing out on so many experiences. Yeah. It's hard at first as an introvert to go out and try and like be social with people and try and talk to people but like there's so many like cool opportunities that like taking that risk and jumping in and doing all of that could give you you know yeah yeah so I say I mean like don't go to like huge huge parties you know I'd I mean if you don't have any friends I would um you know kind of walk around campus go find you know some people that you think look nice in your class go sit by them introduce yourself and you know try and build a friendship with them yeah I agree and then just hang out in little groups and then you know get bigger and bigger as time goes on you know it's it's a learning process it's hard but it's a learning process you know yeah I would say try to surround yourself like kind of read everybody's energies in the room Mm -hmm. there are certain extroverts like one I could name off the top is my sister who will talk to literally anybody if you find one of those people one of those extroverts, like notice, like if you have like classes and stuff, sit by that person who literally loves to talk to anybody because then you have an automatic friend. That's how my sister is. We'll be doing something and she just has to talk to everybody. You could set her by someone random on an airplane and she'll find out their whole entire life story. Just find those types of people and you'll pretty much be set, I feel like, because mm-hmm. um, then they kind of can make the first steps and you can be a little bit more in your comfort zone. But make sure you also like talk to them as well. Um, some of them just like to talk, like my sister. Yeah. She just likes to talk and likes people mm-hmm. listen to her. And for some some introverts, that's great. They're like, I don't want to talk, so I'm glad you are. Mm-hmm. So just kind of find somebody who who's like that, and you'll be yeah. set. That's some ADHD. That's me. Mm-hmm. I like to talk. I like to ramble. Yeah. Sweet. So we do have a little bit extra time, so we're going to read some more stories that came in. Mm-hmm. Um, here is a pretty funny story, and I'm going to read it. Um, it. Let's see. Let me see if it was, oh, wait a minute. Okay, I don't know if it's anonymous or not, but it says, I find myself in ridiculous situations more often than not. Most of them are more embarrassing than fun or cool. Particularly a few months ago, I had a gym class my third period, and I had to go back to the school to meet my brother for lunch. I hadn't had a lot to eat that day, and I pushed myself a little too hard li- lifting weights. So anyway, my dad had taken my car away for whatever reason, so I had to walk from Eos. Is that like a restaurant or something? Um, Eos is like a, it's a gym. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a pretty new gym. Gotcha. Um, walk from Eos back to the school. That was not it. I was standing in the commons and I felt so sick. I sat on the seats they had laid out for the students and was talking to my friend while people slowly trickled in before lunch started. The sick feeling I had continued to get worse and worse, so I got up to get myself a drink. It took probably six steps before my mouth filled with vomit. Mm. Luckily, I was close to the trash can and made it just in time, but people were looking at me as I... 
as I had just loudly hurled into a trash can. So I started to make a dash for the bathrooms. Such a mistake. About eight feet later, I threw up all in front of the library and ran for the bathroom across the gym. And let me just say it was a work of God that the bathroom was unlocked because it was locked 96% of the time I had to use it. I sat in there until my brother brought the car right next to the doors and skipped my last period of the day. I, okay, I literally, I hate talking about throw up. I can't do, I work at a hospital. I work with blood, like feces, all things like that. What's, I hear vomit or like mucus and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, it's the worst thing ever. I feel so bad for this person because it's like it happened in school. I know that's and everyone so embarrassing. was looking at her like that's probably one of my worst fears. Yeah, I feel like I did a lot of embarrassing things in high school, but I've just forgotten it and I just pretended it never happened. Do you ever like you go to sleep at night and you're laying in bed and you're about to fall asleep and then all of a sudden every embarrassing thing you've ever done just starts flooding your mind and you can't escape it and you just want to just crawl. And you just want to crawl in a hole and be like, I can't believe I did that. And like the thing is, no one probably remembers it except for yeah, you. You know, true. like <laughs> true. That's what I think very true yeah um, i'm sorry that just sucks and yeah. you know throwing throwing up is just you it's the worst i always cry when and I'm i do gl- i i i like listening to that i feel thankful that that bathroom was open you know because there's yes. times where i like in high school there would be like bathrooms that are always locked for no reason which i think is super weird but and that's what she said or she or he said and i just think that like i'm so thankful that that bathroom was open because I wouldn't want to hear the rest of the story if it was locked still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, did you have another one you wanted yeah, to share? Yeah, there was one that said, uh, this one is just a story. It said, so my current boyfriend said he'd buy me flowers for my birthday, and then the day came, and he begged me to drive through 45 minutes to hang out with him and his family. He um, doesn't care about you very much. Like, I don't know. I w- I, I'd be fine, like, if it, it was just any other day, but, like, it was your birthday. It should have been all about you, you know? Like, he should have been like, oh, no, I'll pick you up and drive you and then pick you up with flowers and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but then again, you just have to communicate to him that that made you feel mad. And You're maybe like, he didn't really birthday. even think anything about it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he kind of should have because it was your birthday. But That reminds me, what's that song? It's like... It took too long, it took too long, it took too long for you to call back. And And then I would would just forget that. Yes. Except for the fact it was my birthday. My stupid birthday. Yes, I love that one. (laughs) That one is so funny. Um, There was also one that I saw that, like, is kind of gruesome. And it says, one time I went horseback riding without shoes on. Mm. First thing, that is the worst possible <laughs> do idea ever. Stop. And <laughs> Red flag. Um, this person said, and my horse stepped on my foot and broke all of my toes, and I just laid in the field for like 20 minutes, blacked out, and my friend had the audacity to ask me if we were still going riding. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, if you put my foot in a cast first, that would be great. Yeah, some I, people just don't have very great social awareness. Mm-hmm. I heard this story where um, this girl got like kicked by a horse um on her arm and like all of the skin just like peeled off oh yeah how gross is that that's what i like out i don't ever want to be bucked off a horse or kicked i be careful around horses yeah 
there's there's a lot of scary stories that I've heard yeah. and like seen, you know. Horses are great, but don't walk behind them. Always wear shoes. Yeah, always wear shoes. Watch their body language. I, I'm just curious on why this person decided to not wear shoes. Wear shoes. Yeah. At I'm, all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so funny. But I feel bad. Hopefully, your, um, hopefully their foot is better. Yeah. I'm hoping seriously. that your your toes are not broken anymore. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I have another story. We're like still getting stories as of now, so yeah, I, I, I promise popping up. At, at some point we will catch up with all of these stories, but we just have so many. Yeah, and some of them are really long too. Mm-hmm. So it's like we'll spend like a hot minute. But all right. So one time, my best friend and I were suspicious that his girlfriend in high school was cheating, but had no proof. During Halloween time, there was a huge party at this church that was converted into um, a house. We at, we had asked if she wanted a hang, but she said that she was feeling sick. We didn't believe her, so we had a stakeout. She came out of her house fully dressed in a inappropriate costume. This, <laughs> I'm not going to say those words, but they describe her in a certain way. This person proceeded to be picked up by her friends and went to the party. We needed proof she was cheating, but had no idea how until I got one. I dressed up as the ugliest something, can't say that, (laughs) ugliest something that I could. He just dressed up in a Halloween costume, basically. But nonetheless was was undercover faux show. Managed to sneak into the party, snap a picture of her making out with some random dude, and sneak out with her ever knowing. Super legendary story. That is pretty, that's pretty great. I think that's, I mean, the fact that this person disguised himself as, like, something else and could like go and snap a picture of yeah this girl and like that's really like stealthy of them to like go and like go to her house and like see that she has like dressed up in this costume and that she's not hanging out with them or anything like that like I think it is a pretty legendary story I will give you that I give you all the props for that yeah I think that's actually hilarious Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I feel bad because the guy was getting cheated on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. So That's sorry no about good. that. That's no good. But that was super funny. Yeah. Um, I just want to share one story of me and Aubrey. She doesn't know that I'm going to share this oh, story. Oh, no. <laughs> <But> <laughs> oh, no. We have a crazy story. And I was thinking about this just because we had a lot of stories. One story that I want to share. I don't even think my mom knows this story. And if she's listening... Um, then you're going to hear this for the first time, and this will be what wraps up our show. But one time, um, me, and I actually think my sister was involved with this, me and Aubrey were hanging out with some of our friends. This was like seventh grades, and I'm surprised seventh grade us would even do this. But we just were wanted to light things on fire. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So we were like rummaging through my mom's garage, and just looking for anything that said flammable on it. Yep. And we were like drawing shapes in the road with these flammable substances mm-hmm. and lighting them on fire and then skateboarding through it. And it was like, it was dark at night. So, yeah. well, we did it on our neighbor's driveway and we grabbed something new because we were out. It was paint. It, it was, it was um, spray paint. Yep. We spray didn't, paint. we didn't know. So we spray painted something inappropriate on their driveway and lit it on fire, and then it was there forever. 
Yep. We looked at it the next morning and we were like, we're like oh, oh no. my gosh, what did we just do? So, mom, I don't know if you knew that, but now you do. We're sorry. Anyways, but I think that pretty much wraps up our show. Thank you guys so much listening for listening to as if we are every wednesday at one o'clock to two o'clock um yeah just thank you guys so much for listening it means a lot and we're excited to do um a lot more yeah talk to you guys next time and we'll 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 make sure to bring that link so you guys can fill out the form because we want to hear everybody's stories yeah so um yeah so next yeah next week time we'll bring that link and yeah. So Thank you guys that's, so that's much. That's two o'clock. For so we're gonna head out. Thank you guys. Awesome. Thank you.